Hi, I'm Carla. And I'm Richard. We're the Obies, hosts of the We Do podcast. And co-founders of WeDoRelationships.com. We help people discover the best version of themselves for their significant relationships, even their marriage. Yes, even that. Every week, we share insights we've learned over 20 years of helping individuals and couples. We can help you stay motivated and accountable while encouraging you to find lightness and the connection in your life that we're all after. That's right. We do will help you master simple and elegant ways to withstand adversity in your life. We believe every day is a great day to share and grow. You probably have a relationship that needs some attention, whether at home or at work. Your breakthroughs and tools await you at WeDoRelationships.com. Let's get to today's episode. Well, hi, sweetie. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm I'm good. I like being here next to you and doing this and chatting and helping and caring and all the other things that are associated with these podcasts. I, I, I truly love it. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking about uh, listening over the last few weeks. Um, about blockers and listening if even if you disagree, which you know you do a really good job of that by listening to me even though you disagree with what I say. Um, and you're really good and I feel like I'm heard, which is the end of the day, that's the cool thing. But now uh, you had some stuff that was on your heart mm-hmm. that you wanted to talk about. And it's appropriate because we're like a week away from Thanksgiving 2023. Mm-hmm. And so what's on your heart? Well, I, I just think gratitude is, there's so many benefits to gratitude and it's a great week to focus and talk about it. You know, I mean, there's lots of practices. It's funny when I know that it would be beneficial to someone almost, it's almost like when somebody's like <laughs> really upset and someone tells you to calm down, it's kind of like when it's obvious that gratitude would make a difference in your life it's not the time to tell someone you know what are you grateful for (laughs) I think it feels it there's something about the word even the gratitude that feels heavy it feels like work or like do one more thing you know Mm -hmm. now I have to have gratitude it feels like I should and um you know if you look up the the word itself which has been being used, I guess, since like the mid 1500s or something. Mm -hmm. It's related to the word grace. And to me, that feels a little lighter, but even better, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. is to think about the word delight, you know, Mm. like just notice what you delight in. And oh, I love that. Yeah, because it's there's so many benefits to only that. Like if you can start your day looking for just an hour, like if, if you feel off track or whatever, and you just set that intention to find something. And a lot of times it's something in your senses that you can delight mm-hmm. in. Like you were just mentioning the beautiful colors of the leaves outside our window and, um, you know, but any of our senses can give us, bring us, that sense of delight. And it also correlates with what we've talked about many times with uh, Rick Hansen, who's a neuroscientist, who his, one of his um, 
main messages is to take in the good, you know, and to find things that you can, that you feel are is good and you can kind of rest there um, maybe a couple seconds longer than you normally would because our brain like 0.5 seconds. Yeah. Normally it is like, you know, having seeing something beautiful and you're like oh that's cute we got to get home or oh you know it's like you move very quickly out of it because our brains are kind of wired for the negative like when you go to bed at night we usually you know there's usually something that keeps us up that's like I didn't do that or I didn't finish that it's what stands out and if you know if we recount some of the good things in our day it's a little bit harder for some reason but I got a little bit off track because Rick Hansen's um, taking the good uh, message is really about, you know, how our brains, if we hang out in a good moment, just a few seconds longer, and the goal would be 11 seconds that it takes our brains to really register uh, memory in our brains. So if we can kind of create that muscle of catching delights, catching things that, um, are good and take them in, eventually we'll be able to build up those memories of good things. So even thinking about them can stir up our feel good hormones, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I love that with the 11 seconds and we'll put that in the uh, podcast notes, the, the link to that, you know, he's one of those people that I would put in the category of they inspire us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, we believe that he's doing, he's doing good. Mm-hmm. And by helping people to 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 linger, you know, and I think that whole idea of eleven seconds is kind of a, a way to kind of look at stating what you delight in or what you want to what you want to say in the way of gratitude. I, I think levels of of gratitude and how we say it. Uh, for example, um, man, you're awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And we can feel that a little bit. Right. And, or, you know, boy, I'm proud of you. You know, you can kind of feel good. You're like, well, yeah. Okay. I, you kind of receive that. And you're like, wow, that's nice of you to say. But it feels short. It feels nice. It's a little short. Yeah. And so this, this timing wise is related, to, I think, to the next step of going deeper in the way of a grateful comment or, stating what you delight in someone or what do you delight in for example i would say i am always in awe of the way you take care of our children they're older it doesn't matter they're 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 always connected to us in a way and i was particularly um grateful uh this morning when you made the cookies what are they the kiss peanut butter cookies yeah do you want to put peanut the, butter blossoms peanut butter blossoms do you want to put the recipe in the uh in the you notes go to at paula at paula and carla bakes on instagram <laughs> at paula and carla bake on instagram and you'll see that recipe there and lots of other family it, recipes yes <laughs> sweet stuff for the holidays um and so the fact that you made those cookies for Josh and for his rugby team teammates to share on the way home 
and kind of get a little connection of all of their parents or significant people in their lives, probably their mom that has, you know, given them something that they can enjoy and say this, and he can say, this is made by my mom. Mm -hmm. So the, the incident Mm -hmm. is what grounds the gratitude and the delight is explaining that a little bit. Makes it real. Does that, does that, do you feel different with that, with with hearing that, like about the incident involved with the gratitude? Yes. There's more. And I think (laughs) immediately I go to yeah, but they didn't turn out the way that they normally do. And all the negative, like I I immediately think about how flawed they were. Like I didn't put the peanut butter in on time and I should have chilled the dough. And, you know, I was just trying to get them done. And it's interesting because those those beautiful gifts of affirmation that come our way, it's so easy to block it. You know, I think in my mind, instinctively, like, quickly blocks, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I take it in for one second, like, yeah. oh, that's so sweet. You know, he's in awe and he, you know, and he noticed that I made those cookies and, you know, the intention was, you know, to love Josh and, you know, his friends and, but he, but that <laughs> reflex almost yeah. to block it. I think that's where the 11 seconds comes in to just kind of like, no, I'm going to take that in for just a, two seconds rather than the one second block. (laughs) I'm going to do one, two, like, that's really sweet that you're, you're saying that to me. Mm. You're giving me that, that little lift, that little bit of appreciation, because I think, you know, it's easy for couples to, um, you know, find the details of what's wrong rather than what's right. Yeah. And that, and you're really good at affirmations. I mean, you have I am really good at it. You you have a gift of being able to um not just say words like you said, like I'm so proud of you, but to have you know almost like a, it's a root like that goes deeper mm. than that that you can feel like it's like you know, like you see the tree and it's like, I'm thankful for the tree. But then it's like, oh my gosh, look at the root system. Mm. It's like your gratitude kind of is like that. It reaches deeper. Mm. And I think one of the great examples, and we've mentioned this before in our um, another podcast, but throughout the year, you are noticing and collecting these beautiful examples of the character of our adult children and you and me and sometimes myself and sometimes yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like things about our life that you notice, you capture, you write it down and those become the letters that Santa, you know, mm-hmm. brings. Are you getting verklempt again? Just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like one of our traditions. Every you know, Christmas morning, we read those letters and it's as though somebody was keeping track Mm. of who's been, you know, naughty and nice, but it's all, it's all about the good stuff. It's all about notice, not all the good stuff, but like sometimes it's difficulties and how you persevered or, you know, you really, the rootedness of those letters is what makes me cry. You know, it's kind of like, wow, it's so true. Mm. And so deep. Well, I think I think about um, the late uh, great Jimmy Buffett when he would say that 
you know, changes in latitude as changes in attitude as he would go closer to the equator and better weather and, Mm -hmm. you know, no shoes, feet in the sand, you know, parrot on your shoulder, having a margarita. And I believe that I I was thinking about this, that, you know, the changes in latitude creates changes in gratitude. Mm. And so from your head Mm. to your heart and the heart deals with the feelings that are associated, right. With, with what you saw, observed, what you heard, what the action, the behavior, what is the behavior that you're noticing that you're delighting in and you're creating the story of what you saw in the way of the incident. So if you're tying the incident to what you're noticing, delighting, and stating what is, is gratitude, then you're locking that in. And usually that can take about 11 seconds to kind of describe it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like, I, I love the fact that you can get better at, but it does, it does take practice. Mm-hmm. It takes practice. It takes, um, it takes effort. It takes intention. And one of the things that we want to try to avoid is boomeranging. We we tend to want to boomerang. Like someone says, you know, you are so nice because you did this. Well, you are nice because that's you did another, this. That's another technique in blocking. Yeah. It's like you're deflecting. You deflect it immediately. Yeah. 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 And so it's it's like it's it's like your responsibility or your uh wonderful opportunity on the other end is to let it sink in. You know, mm-hmm. it's like let it be the gift it is. Yeah, like like when you get oil or you're annoyed, you get an oil or a chrism on your forehead or something like that, or you put something and you rub it in, it takes a while for it to kind of sink in past the dermal layer. Mm-hmm. So let it sink in, let it get deeper and say, thank you. Wow. Thank you for saying that. That yeah, that's really cool. And you breathe into it. And if you breathe into it, I think it creates an, a space for that to be received. And then it becomes a part of you. There's mm-hmm. a saying I love with Voltaire that states that, you know, appreciation is a wonderful thing. It allows what is excellent in others to belong to you as well. The way I would say it is when we appreciate others, others and are specific about their behaviors, words, or connection, a little bit of that belongs to us as well. Since we've now taken it in, we've sat it for 11 seconds, and somehow that's integrated into our life experience. It's now something that we can reference, we have felt it, and it'll it'll come up again when you'll notice it. It's like you're seeing through their eyes and their words of this connection that we can't understand, but we we know what happens. And we either dream into it, we see it again, we deja vu it, we don't know where it came from, but somehow you can say, hey, hold on just a moment. I just want to make sure that you know this. For example, just one quick example on this is like when I was at the men's retreat and John came in, our son, our oldest son, and came into the retreat. And I just went, hey, this is my son, John. And and I just want to let you, he just came in from Southern California because he his flight was late as usual. He's, he's like the, you know, bad luck on flights. And and I was then I went back to the group and someone raised their hand. So whoa, 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 time out. I want to notice. I want to make sure, Richard, and tell you I noticed how delighted and excited and how you lit up when your son came into this room. And the guy behind him was like clapping, like yes, yes, yes. 
And all of them were able to connect with their relationship with their father, mm -hmm. their son. Some of it may have been melancholy because it's, I wish I had that or whatever, and did comparison. But there was more of a contribution that they felt a part of that appreciation mm -hmm. and they saw it. It's yeah. kind of cool. It's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And it's like that guy caught it. He caught it and he was kind of pressing the pause button for everybody to kind of just like, hey, let's let's sink yeah. in here or let's allow this to sink in whatever they noticed or within themselves or just within you that you lit up and and he caught it and he held it and kind of just, you know, let it <laughs> sink in a little bit. And I think one of the strategies for if if you find yourself as a deflector or like like I was saying about the cookies when you were affirming and giving me some love on the cookies and I was immediately thinking about what was wrong with it. One of the practices that I think is helpful that because receiving gratitude can also be uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. I think when one of the practices that if you if you're if you also have that kind of issue is to really just like turn your your palms up. No, you know, like yeah. a receiving, like, like, because usually our hands are somewhat curled under in some ways or whatever. We're what thinking. Say, you know, like, yeah. And it's like that simple act of just like saying, okay, I'm pausing for this moment just to let that sink in because you're giving me the gift of, you know, thanks for something and you're recognizing me. And instead of rushing it away, because I feel a little uncomfortable. When I turn my palms upward, it's just like, okay, uh, if nothing else, I'm going to receive that energy or, you know, how, you know, and I think it shifts within me to know this is, it's a, it's like a divine exchange. It's like, I'm saying thank you. And then your responsibility is to receive, you know? Mm. And but, some, yeah. And sometimes it's, just, as you said, it's just so difficult. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're just not used to it because your, your brain has been you know, given all this critiques to you, like, oh, come on, I can't even be near that. I can't even near that. A couple of things that maybe are a suggestion, like for um, the holiday or Thanksgiving, for those who separate, you know, celebrate this in the United States for Thanksgiving, is maybe jot down a note of the people that you know are going to be there. And you write their name, and you write what feeling you've had from an incident. Think of an incident that they had, or you observed, and you put their name and say, dear blank, I want to let you know that when I felt this and you can li literally have it in your pockets as you're walking around and you just give it to them and walk away. And they're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and then they can come back and they've read this. And they're like, what the heck? That is so sweet. What do you, in a way you're doing, even the people that you have a challenge with, you know, everyone has, doesn't have a hundred percent. Oh my God. Everyone's just, I'm so glad to see everybody here at, at get togethers. I mean, Let's face it, you, you just you just don't or everyone talks about the, you know, the uncle or whatever that causes problems or someone's going to say something out of context or out of color or whatever it's going to be. But that's kind of the dynamic nature and the the juiciness um, of, of family and friends. Mm -hmm. But try try that one. Another example that's happening right behind the walls right now, our daughter is making something for the hosts of the Thanksgiving. No, it's OK. They it's okay. They won't know what it is, but it's making something for them that she has seen over the years that makes her appreciate and love and connect with these people that are hosting. And she wants to take that gratitude in a way that graphically 
she's making it for them mm-hmm. so that they both can have it, wear it, be appreciative and know that that person saw the beauty and the brilliance of them as an individual. And all of these, this happens to be years and years and years of connection. And we're so grateful for that, mm-hmm. that we it's tough to even pick an incident, right? Mm-hmm. But to actually show it in a way that is just, I am taking the time and I can, I know it's a fact that as she's putting those strokes and, and needling in the colors and doing the things, incidents are coming to mind. And it had to, to come up with the name that she's putting on. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's another example of that for, mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving and the mm-hmm. holidays. Yeah. I mean, there's so many creative ways of establishing sort of a culture of appreciation. I mean, gift giving is certainly a way, I mean, all the love languages are a way of, of in some ways, you know, words yeah. of affirmation or, or acts of cert, like, you know, doing those things that making the cookies, those are, you know, a way of really showing um, or, you know, loving people with gratitude, I believe. Um, the w- one thing that we created like many years ago, and it's kind of a fun little thing to do at Thanksgiving is um, we get this jar that we fill it with different colored rocks or pebbles or um, those stones, you know, and on the lid of the jar is um, like sort of a you know, yeah. uh, it's a code, a code, code system. Yeah. That yeah. says, if you get, get a blue one, then you have to, and everyone kind of takes the jar of, of these colorful beads and they, um, take one, you, you don't look, you just take it and then you pass it. And we, we've done it with colored feathers before, mm-hmm. or you can do it with M&Ms or, you know, you can do it with anything with color and then just yeah. ascribe the color to a, a characteristics that the, the something that you're thinking about being thankful for. And so everyone takes one and then you think about like, so if I get blue, I have to think about a person that I'm grateful for. And yeah, let's go through the list. Maybe the people who want to write it down. Yeah. So then we have light blue, which would be place, a place that you're grateful for. Yellow would be a thing that you're grateful for. Orange is an experience mm-hmm. that you're grateful for. Green is a food that you're grateful for. Red is something you've learned mm-hmm. that you're grateful for. And black, I always kind of cringe when someone picks, especially if they're new to the Thanksgiving table, like <laughs> somebody's new partner or something. It's like they get the black one. I'm like, oh, God. Because black is a gift in disguise. So something you're grateful for now, but at first you weren't. And so it's kind of, you really have to think about it, but it's so beautiful to hear people's thoughts on that and their reflection. You know, like when I broke my leg, I was so bummed because I couldn't do this, that, and the other, but I ended up, you know, finding an artistic, whatever, the light that they could do now, or, you know, something like that. And it's so it's just so fun to share that at Thanksgiving. But what I've noticed through the years is I've made these jars and given them away. A lot of your clients you've given them to as well. Yeah, and they use it all year. Oh, yeah. Like they, and even our one of our sons put it, you know, in his, with his roommates, he put it like where they all threw their keys and they would like do it you know, as they were leaving <laughs> or coming home or whatever. They would just, you know, like one thing. And it's, it's, it's like, can be a daily thing that you have to kind of stop and think about 
one thing, what thing am I grateful for in this yeah. or, you know, right now? And just kind of reflecting that. It's You know, I, I, I think I'm just so, it, it's such a rich experience when you do it and hearing the stories that people connect to each one of those colors, whether it's a person, place, thing, experience, or that gift in dirty paper that you just, oh no, but you kind of want to hear about it, right? But those people that are out there and they may be on this um, podcast or out listening that are blocked from being able to have gratitude. Um, those that may be suffering from an addiction to something, whether that's an alcohol use disorder or they're depressed or they're overly anxious. Um, my a friend of mine basically stated that um, he he couldn't come up with it. It was like a foreign word to him, like a gratitude job was there. And he literally couldn't come up with it because he was so blocked. Mm. And so what I would ask and maybe think and talk to those people is that we hear you, we understand that, we're empathetic to it, and we wish you some light to be able to say, this is what I'm grateful for. The toughest thing to do is if we're not grateful for ourselves in those down moments, and we have a tough time with the language of appreciation for ourselves, and we just haven't been doing it for a while, the way to try to get out of it, even just a little bit, is to say, what did I see in others? And may, it may just be the one gratitude, kind of like what you you did with your hair. You don't have to even have an incident, but you try that. And Are then you maybe me right now? I knew I, I, I like that. I like what you did with your hair. It looks very snappy. Um, but just to try that can help you get out of it. Usually a way, at least for a moment, we can't say that's a, a total course correction, but what's the moment there? And, and then maybe somebody else could notice and thank you for that gratitude. You can feel a little bit of that it might be helpful mm -hmm. for I those that maybe don't have those rich connections yeah. with themselves and others during the holidays. We hear you, we see you, we're thinking of you and um, your brilliance is there too. It mm -hmm. just maybe is a little bit um, hidden right now. It's okay. Yeah. And you'll find lot, it. Yeah. There's lots of reasons why you can be blocked. And sometimes, you know, people are depressed or they have, you know, they're on a grief journey and nothing, yeah. nothing. I'm not thankful for anything right now because the, you know, person that I love is no longer here. It's like acknowledging that it's okay also yes. to not, you know, I mean, the opposite of really a healthy gratitude is the sense of toxic positivity, which can also happen where people don't acknowledge, you know, kind of the shittiness of life sometimes. Like I had this friend who, who she would tell me all this horrible things that were happening in her life. And then she would say, but life is good, you know, mm -hmm. like almost like a, like, I'm just going to forget about that. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to move along. And it's like all of our emotions are worthy of holding. And, it, you know, like as much as I hate to grieve, I know there's, there's healing that's coming from that and that, you know, the practice of gratitude might feel a lot heavy, like heavier, just yeah. like the word during those times. And that's why I like that switch to delight. It's like, even if I can't find gratitude, maybe I can feel the soft blanket that I'm wrapping myself in as I lay on the couch all day because I'm so you know, feeling yeah. sadness or something that I, that's a little tiny glimpse of a light or delight, you know, that, that we can 
um, like an ember that you're kind of fanning, yeah. you know? Hearing that crackle right now, the candle that's near us. I, I, I think of um, what just happened basically at a wedding recently when we talked to someone who had lost their spouse mm -hmm. uh, over 50 years. Yeah. And we pulled them aside and acknowledged, I know this can be difficult, especially when he is not here oh with you. And she she wanted to say it. And she it opened up that she did say it. And I felt I felt like as she talked about it, yes, I do, because he was always at these things. And my, you know, our grandson is, you know, is getting married. And there was a space opened up there um, by her sh saying that. Mm -hmm. I saw it. It's like I, somebody. I, I saw it. It was like the space was great. We don't know what the space, but in her, whatever space was created in her, that actually created something for her to see now. And she was kind of flitting around a little bit more, not sitting in the corner after that and connecting with other people. I think we, and we didn't necessarily do it, but you know what? Frankly, we're okay with leaning into that. We, we're not going to shy away from it of someone saying, you know, we're with you. We understand we're, we, he was always so grateful for these events and loved your this, daughter. What we did was the three of us, as we were talking, we created a space for him, mm -hmm. you know, and I think it was, it felt crowded of all these people. And he was the, the one person that she couldn't stop thinking of. And as we acknowledged it, he, we created a space for him. I like that and, the best. And you know what? That's, that's, that's beautiful. You know, we've we've talked a lot about how we, you know, can give, uh, you know, a spouse grateful comments or or those type of things and how that we receive them. We have all this information. You know, I want to try something, but you have something else you want to share, right? Well, I just had a few other. I yeah, let's do it. I got, well, I just had like a few other ideas that I think are practices that help with the muscle. And it's things that the we. The muscle of. Gratitude. gratitude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, because I do think, you know, creating a culture of appreciation, people always want to know, like, how do you instill that in kids? How did, how does that happen? And I think there are several fun little practices that you can do to catch, to help them to catch what they're grateful for in different ways. And there were three things that came to mind that we have done, you know, when our kids were really, really little, um, one of them was um, the beginning of February. Remember, we created that box and we the kids decorated it and and I put hearts, paper hearts, and and we had to look for the ways that we loved each other. So, like if you mm. you know ha yeah. you had to catch each other loving. So if somebody and even if they couldn't write, which a couple of them couldn't, I think maybe Olivia Madeline was probably starting to write, but. Um, you know, they were really, really young. And so they were like, oh, daddy kissed mom when, you know, he came home from work. And so I would write that on there and we put it in the box. And whenever they think of something, we put it in the box. And then on Valentine's Day, we opened it up and read it, you know, like all those yeah. little catches over the last couple of weeks. And so that's one. Um, another one that we did when we were living in Arizona. So the kids were little there too um but we did the 12 days of daddy remember it was yes. right around um father's day and we were trying to think of 12 fun things for him and back then um his car had a like a tape deck in it like yeah. a, or a cassette yeah. tape yeah. and so i when he wasn't around one day um i had a tape recorder and i put it in the middle of the table and i just turned it on and and i said well, 
Um, was that your first podcast? <laughs> I, wish, I wish we still had that. I we don't do. know where we do have it. I wonder. Yeah, where it is. we do. But anyways, we were like, um, "What's so? What do you love about Daddy?" And they were just all chiming in. We were just sitting around the table, and they were all chiming in on the things that they love about Daddy. And so when Richard got in the car one day, we I ran out there and made sure it was gonna like. As soon as he turned the car on, it would start playing yeah. so he could hear it. And uh, so he got to hear. Oh, it was magical. Always, I, I, just know. magical. Talk about getting misty on the way to work and and hearing those wonderful voices and saying what's in their heart so naturally. Oh, yeah, it was so just easily. such a. Yeah. And then the other, the, the final one that I think is such a good one. And and we would do this when, or I, when I noticed there was kind of like, um, irritation with each other and it's the hardest time to do this but we also would do it in when our when their cousins came over um the candle affirmations yes. where there's one candle and everyone has a candle that's not lit and you um the first person starts and say i would i would light richard's candle and i would say richard you know you've been you know there for me you know, so much over this week, it was a tough week. And you were um, just really tender and kind, you know, when there was things that hit me or whatever, and whatever I could think of to be thankful for that moment. And then everyone around the circle would affirm Richard. And so he would have sort of a feast of affirmation of everyone around the Mm -hmm. circle. And then he takes his lit candle and lights somebody else's and then the same thing happens so he affirms them and then everyone sitting around affirms that person then they take their candle light until everyone's candle is lit and what i loved about that is that when you see people when their candles being lit and people are starting like the first second person affirms them they start to like sort of melt Mm -hmm. back into their seat it's like the wax is melting (laughs) yeah and they're kind of like they never want it to end it's kind of like oh keep going and it's it is cool because one person will stimulate somebody else's thought on and it's really those are just really great practices to um kind of foster that uh, life-giving practice of appreciation and i just i love the image at the end too when everyone's there and they all have their lit candles and you see all the candlelight on their faces yeah you know and their of, of what they've received the kind of thing that happens every day right we all yeah. sit around and do so though they're they're poignant they're specific they're eventful when you do those things but they're part of the practice they're part of the practice and so we've gone through a lot i think i'm grateful that we've discussed it i'm grateful that uh I'm, I'm, I can, this can linger in me as I go into the holidays and I go into, you know, whatever challenges and, and obstacles there are in life and, and, and think about the, these things as well as the challenges that I need to lean to. And maybe I can lean into gratitude, but now that we've gone all through this, um, I want to try again with a gratitude, um, for you. It involves the food. However, um, I do like when you made a breakfast burrito <laughs> for Josh and you made it with, you know, some hash browns and the eggs and some bacon. And you know that he likes Chick-fil-A sauce. So you put some Chick-fil-A sauce in it. And then not only did you do that, but you had me test it and, <laughs> and eat it, which I don't mind at all. 
And then you made sure that he had that before he went to his rugby rugby match. And he was so appreciative of that as we were we were driving and really lo- really loved it. So there you go. Thank you for doing that and being the mom that you are and caring for Josh. Well, thank you. Thank you for driving him because no boomerang. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Until next time. Take good care. We hope you enjoyed this episode brought to you by WeDoRelationships.com. Now let's make a difference in our relationship with ourselves and others to flourish in today's world. Please share what you learned. Great job. You're taking the time to honor and explore your relationships. We know it's not easy in our busy lives, but it's worth it. You're worth it. Those you love will notice. Great relationships lead to a fulfilled life. It begins with you. Every connection counts. Take good care.